Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the WBRX Wake Up Call. We, uh, we're always excited every Monday morning to be able to come on and, and just share some ideas and thoughts that, um, you know, hopefully uh, help everybody get their week started. Some of the information is, is directly an application to, um, you know, to what we're doing together to build and develop um, our businesses, and in some instances that, that carries over into other areas of our lives, and we... Um, you know we're we uh, we're at a point now where we've just gotten um, we've kind of gotten through the first uh, holiday or some of the holidays that start now as we get Thanksgiving and then of course we move into uh, Christmas and New Year's and and uh, you know I always this has always been a very uh, for me a very productive time of year and I just think it has to do with you know just you know how you see things I mean some people. I know they believe that in business, when you're in a any sort of, you know, you're in any sort of sales, or you're, you know, trying to accomplish or manage, you know, your monthly goals or anything of that nature. Sometimes it's perceived, perceived by many, that um, this is a difficult time of year to get things accomplished. And and uh, you know, I I just I never really bought into that. I don't believe it. Um, I've always had a really strong uh, December's last year. Our company had an extremely strong December, and, and I anticipate having that again this year because I, I, don't, I think it's just a mindset. It's how, you know, it's how we perceive, you know, what we can accomplish. And in, in this time of year, I find that everybody's in a great mood. Uh, not, not always, but, I mean, the mood seems to be lifted a bit with the, you know, with the holiday season, with the lights and you're going, you know, to parties and getting together with family, and it just seems like a natural time to be able to transition the the festivities and the the um, the mentality of, of of what's going on into a unique opportunity to get to get a lot of people's attention when it comes to phenomenal products and and also a, a great business opportunity attached to it. So I just think that you know when you sit back and you think about it, I mean, how many people will you really come into contact with during the holiday season, maybe going to Christmas parties. Many of you I know go to a lot of different get-togethers and Christmas parties and biz pack meetings, and, and it goes on and on and on. And, and, and these are just great opportunities. If you, take, if you seize those opportunities, they're phenomenal opportunities to make great contact with good people and do some amazing things, you know. And, and it always it's, – it, it's, there's always, um, you know, it, it's just about – making sure that you're out planting enough seed so that you can, you know, have a crop to harvest. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's been said that, you know, we don't get what we need. We don't get what we want. You know, we get what we deserve. And, you know, the, the harvest is meant for the planters, for those people that are, take the time regardless of what's, take, what, what's going on, and they consistently get out there and they plant that seed. They plant that seed of information. They plant that seed of, a product. They make sure that they're continuing to fill up their, their pipeline. And then as a result of that, and they always have something great going on. And I know many of you uh, that I've talked to have some great things that you have going on to conclude the month of, um, uh, you know, November with. And, um, you know, we have some people that have done a great job and they've gone out and they've generated some revenue as a result of what they've done so far. Sometimes people generate a few hundred dollars from customers or maybe a couple thousand dollars uh, maybe sometimes four or five or seven or eight thousand dollars. Or if you're Gail Kinney, you know it, it looks like she's going to be in excess of fourteen. Maybe uh, you know w with things that she's got going on in her group, as much as eighteen thousand uh, dollars 
Um, you know, they're around Christmas time, right? Um, when we get paid as a result of what she did, you know, in, in the month of November. And, uh, you know, and that's not, and that's just, I'm just using her as an example because, you know, she's one of the, the people that, you know, we're working closely with to build and develop this company. And, and everybody has a different timing. And, and so some of the people that she was prospecting back in the months of the summer ended up, you know, that, that seed and that time spent uh, over the course of the last several months came to fruition this month. And now there's a harvest for her, you know, that, that will come in better yet, a, an ongoing opportunity for an increase in her overall yield as she goes into 2022 working with new frontline people working with new frontline people that are, uh, you know, that are at the PPC rank that have inventory to go out and grow and develop their business. So, so I, you know, all of these things are working examples. And, and sometimes it's just a matter of, of sitting back and, and, you know, looking at what we can be grateful for, what God has done in our lives, the things that we have to, you know, to be so thankful for. I think that's really what this last weekend was all about. You know, just, just the gratitude, the, you know, looking around at all the great things that, you know, many of us have experienced and have, you know, in, in our lives. And now looking out, you know, as we move into the uh, month of December and we come into the holidays of Christmas and New Year's, you know, these are, these are times in our calendar and in, in our, you know, in the, in, the, in the things that we're doing, um, you know, as a society, at least in North America, to be able to take, you know, time and reflect at the things that have been most impactful for us, the things that have, have made the most difference for us in our lives. And, you know, I look at those things and I say, well, how, how can we best facilitate growing and moving forward? Well, I, I think it's really just a matter of what you're focused in on. Um, you know, and, and I look at things, you know, everyone looks at things differently. You know, we're all emotional people. We have things that we go through and that we're challenged with. And it's not about the fact that we're going to reduce the challenges we're not. We're just the only thing that we can do is really determine how we're going to respond to challenges. And in the wake of those challenges, what will, what will we do? And the discerning difference between people that, you know, thrive versus maybe just survive is how they respond to the challenges. And challenges, it's, you know, they're out there for all of us. The same economic challenges, the same, I mean, we're all, we are all operating differently within the same environment economically, you know, within the same within the same political environment, you know, the same challenges face all of us. Just different people respond to those things differently, and and so I just encourage people: listen, don't pay attention to the things that are, you know, the obstacles, the things that will kind of throw you off course and get you distracted. Just focus in on your goal, and then the bigger you focus in on your goal and the things that you have at your disposal, the size of of the things that are of value, you know, the size of, of your relationships, the size of your family, the size of your God, focus in on those things and the, the little challenges that sometimes can come in and, and pronounce themselves as something really big and overwhelming will get much smaller. And once they start to get smaller in your own mind's eye, then your opportunity to go out and have tremendous success becomes, you know, it becomes imminent. And, and I know that, you know, Sometimes, and we all can, you know, be guilty of this, the challenges that you have, and I've talked with some folks that have had some challenges, and those challenges can overwhelm you, 
and it can cause you to become emotionally upset and you're not sure and you don't know and the unknown and, and, and that's the, everybody, no matter where they are, where they are personally and where they are economically. I've talked to someone uh, here recently that um, you know, is probably worth, I don't know, 250 $300 million dollars. And, uh, you know, and, and the outside world would say, oh, my gosh, how can that person have any problems? Well, that person has uh, challenges that no one is aware of. He's got a, a couple of his children that uh, have to be admitted into, um, into recovery home for, uh, you, know, you know, because of uh, alcohol and drugs. That same guy that has $250 million dollars, is probably going to end up losing his, his, uh, you know, his relationship with his wife to a divorce. That same guy that has that $250 million also has, come up, has, has been diagnosed with, um, you know, with a serious illness. And these are all real things. And he would give up every bit of that money today, every bit of it, if his children were okay. Okay, think about it. Give up all $250 million if his children were okay if he could get his relationship right with his, with his significant other, with his wife, and, and he could uh, undo the diagnosis of, of what he's been, um, of a serious illness. Now, that doesn't happen to everybody that has $250 million or more. I'm just giving you a working example. And when I sit back and I look at, you know, what God has given many of us, he's given us a sound mind, he's given us a sound, healthy body, many of us, He's given us a, a relationship with our families, with our kids. Our kids are healthy. They're okay. They're with us. So that may not be – there may be instances in all of that where there's not, there's not perfection, but no one on the outside would know that. Everyone on the outside looking at him living in the mansion that he lives in and, and having you know people cook his meals and drive, drive them wherever they need to go, go get their groceries, all the help. See, from the outside looking in, people perceive that his life is great, and they would love to have his life. Little do they know that he would give up every cent he had to have their life. <laughs> you know, so it's an oxymoron. So we all have to kind of sometimes sit back and just realize, you know, um, there's always going to be an opportunity for us to be able to decide we're going to be anxious we're going to be upset. We're going to be unknowing. We're not going to have the things that we want. Or we can focus in on the very thing that we believe is going to happen for us in our lives, and we can work toward a goal, and we can work toward it with a purpose. And, we can, and the moment that you do that, you then become very different. You become successful, okay, because of, of the approach that you're taking, not because of the outcome of the result. That happens, that happens as a result of the demeanor, the mindset, and the attitude that you have, it's not the other way around. People say, well, Barry, if I could just have $250 million, if I could have a million dollars, I would be happy. You know what? You only think that you would be happy. The truth is, is the money is not going to make you happy. We know that having money or pursuing a good amount of money is a phenomenal thing as long as we do the right things with it. You know, the, the, the word says, that, you know, depending upon what you believe or don't believe is up to you, but it's the love of money. So if your earnest desire is to pursue money because you love money, I mean, money is just a means to an end, then you're, you're probably going to find yourself never happy. 
you're always going to be looking for the next best thing or something bigger or better than what you currently have. You're never going to be ultimately satisfied. But if, you're, if you really are pursuing um, you know, the idea of becoming more so you can have more, and the more you become, the, the, the more um, you know, furnished you are in your beliefs and, and, and who you are and, and how you see the world, and if you, if you can be trusted with a little, then you can be trusted with a lot. So sometimes it's just a function of saying, okay, what do I have working for me? I know I can go out there today and I can start pursuing uh, growing a business, meeting and talking with new people, making sure that they are aware of what I'm excited about, why I'm excited about it, making contacts, sharing that information. The more times I integrate or do the six-step marketing program, the more results I can have. So I can focus on that or I can focus on the challenges. It's a choice. Now, I'm just giving you one working example, but all of us have these examples. All of us know that we ourselves sometimes can become overwhelmed with anxiety. You know, the ancient scripture says, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing, but in, but, but in, in everything, uh, submitted to prayer and supplication of prayer. Well, that's a choice. That's not something that absolutely comes natural. Most people dwell within their anxiety trying to figure out how to solve their problem, repetitiously going over and over and over and over and over the problem, rather than realizing that there, there are just some things that we can't immediately solve. We can't immediately make some changes. We can change our direction at any point in time, but we can't change what's taking place in our lives all the time. Sometimes it's just stuff that we have to realize, look, you know, all I can do right now is set course and have a different direction so that when I get down the road, year, two years, three years, four years, five years, I'm in a totally different situation because I'm making a difference in the direction that I'm moving. I may not be there today, but guess what? It's not about where I'm at today. It's where I'm going tomorrow. And you can get excited about that. And you can realize that you don't have to live in that same situation where maybe you're just surviving. Maybe you're just getting by. Now, that may not be for most of you on the phone. Most of you are highly successful people. Many of the people that we've been fortunate enough to attract inside of, of WBRX are very successful people. And, and you guys have done a lot of things in your life to be, you know, to, to be looked at successfully in other people's eyes. You know, when I, uh, I took a trip um, uh, in 2016 to China, went to Kuming, went to Shanghai, went to Beijing, was there for, uh, you know, about two weeks. And I got to see the huge disparity between, again, I've been, I've been to Africa for eight weeks, did some consulting there, was in South America, was in Mexico, Canada, uh, Japan, and this time China. And China, there's a huge disparity between the haves and the have-nots. Now, they try to keep the have-nots, you know, kind of tucked away so that you can't really see them. But when you take the time to go, um, to go and see how these people live and you see what, what, you know, what goes on in their lives, uh, I promise you that in their eyes, every single one of the people on this call currently right now, they view you as wealthy. Every one of you. They view you as, 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 as wealthy, people that have tremendous means, you have the ability to, to do just about anything that you want to do, have, have whatever you'd like to have. I mean, in their mind, if you have an income of, you know, say $100,000 a year, you're wealthy. <clears throat> These people live on $10 a week. 
10 American dollars a week. So it's all perspective. Now, there's billions of these people, by the way. So you've got billions of people in this world that view everyone on this phone as, as wealthy. Now, that may not be your view, but that's the view of other people, just like I was sharing my friend that's worth $250 million, right? But his kids are, are having to go to, you know, they're, they're having, you know, have, having to really, um, unfortunately, you know, they're, they're addicted to various, you know, drugs. They're having to, you know, actually go to a rehab center, having to put his kids in a rehab center. His wife, you know, they're separated. And this has all happened to him, by the way, in the last year, year and a half. And it took him uh, all, you know, all of his adult life, really up until about four or five years ago, you know, he had a little bit of money. He didn't have the money he has now. He had some great things happen. And people say, well, Barry, the money changed them. No, the money didn't change them. It just made them more of what they already were. Sometimes people don't get a divorce until they can afford to. <laughs> I mean, that's just the simple truth. And in his case, there were just some things that happened where, you know, he was so busy focused in on, what he was doing to pursue the, the wealth that he gave up a lot. He gave up his health. He gave up, you know, the relationships that he needed to have with his kids at a, at a very meaningful time as they were growing up in high school. Um, and, and, you know, he, he, um, he for, you know, the foregoing the relationship with his wife. So, so I, I'm just sharing this information with you because many of the conversations I've had with many of you, you know, as you go through the holiday season, the holidays are difficult for for some, because we have people that we've loved or we've lost. You know, last year, December 1st of, of last year, 2020, I lost my grandmother. And, you know, she was, my, you know, my grandmother was uh, 93. She was going to be 94 December 27th. Um, so it was her time. And she lived a long, um, a very long, prosperous life. Um, and she had given me so much love. So we were taking care of her you know, toward the end of her life for the last 10 years of her life. And in that time, I learned a lot about what people focus in on in, in the end of life. And I, you know, I spent a lot of time, she, you know, she uh, lived and preferred to live in a senior care living facility so she could have interaction with people. And that's just what she wanted. And <clears throat> very nice one out in Katie. And, and every time I would go there and I would talk with her and I would talk with some of the people who she was interacting with that were, you know, capable of holding conversations, what have you. Um, none of them ever talked about uh, feeling regret about not, you know, not working another day in their life. Like none of them sat around and said, man, I wish I would have worked more. None of them sat around and said, you know, I wish I would have went out and focused in on, on trying to accomplish. All they would talk about is the time that they did not have with family and friends and people that they would have spent more more effort in, in the interpersonal relationships because many of them were sitting there <clears throat> by themselves alone. No one to come visit them. It would always make me very sad to see that, but, but it would, would it remind me of is that, you know, when we go on and we focus on, in our career on creating a form of revenue that's separate and apart from exchanging time for money by being able to actually establish a, a form of revenue um, that's based upon consumption of, in our case, with our company, it's the upward growth trend within the medical CBD space or, or the medical uh, hemp space. And the more of the products and deliveries that we have in this industry, the more growth it tends to be. This year, it looks like we're going to top out 
at just over $10 billion as an industry. We first started this campaign with our company, it was just a couple hundred million dollars. Now it's over, over now $10 billion as a result of what's taking place in 2021. As we get into 2022, the projection at the end of 2022, moving into 2023, is to double, is that the industry will double its output. So we have this unique opportunity and the timing, and, and it just depends upon how you see it. So as I look at that hockey stick um, trajectory and I look at the opportunity to go out and build and develop a consumer base and generate a revenue that's not complicit or based upon transactional revenue or based upon um, me exchanging time for that, building and developing a network of people that have an opportunity to go out and generate income and build a business and develop customers. You know, one of the things that was mentioned to me, someone said, Barry, you know, somebody that, um, that I know, I think it was someone on the executive board was asking, you know, why, why should we have to qualify, you know, to generate revenue? And I was stunned at the, at the fact that that question was even asked. Uh, you know, I, I said outside of the FTC's requirements within the industry of network marketing, this is not, it's not a uh, WBRX thing, it's a network marketing thing, it's called a retail sales compliance law. Outside of that, I can't imagine expecting something for nothing. And our requirement in our company is people to go out and get five customers. And, and the reality is, is that they can't manage um, five cu- – and, and by the way, you're not required to qualify your business. It only, you qualify if it makes sense to qualify. So, so the mindset behind that question is somebody wanting something for nothing. And, and that's really the minimum requirement to generate residual income in our company is to have five customers per company. If you own two, then it's 10. If you own three, it's 15. Or you have to be able to make sure <clears throat> that your business is qualified with those customers if it makes sense for you to qualify them. If it doesn't, no harm, no foul. You just don't qualify them. So, so when I give these examples, I'm sharing with you a mindset that, that if, you, if you put – my dad would tell me, Barry, spend – go to work early and come home late. Invest in your future. Well, you know, my dad was talking about me going to a job, and I understood that. I understood the work ethic, but you can apply that to anything that you do. In our case, you own and operate your own business. You're the CEO. You're the chairman. You're the captain of your own ship. We are, we are a company that provides you with the infrastructure. We provide you with the calendar of events. We provide you with a set curriculum of things that you can do and pursue, and this week is no different. This call is an example of that. Right? We have tomorrow, Tuesday evening, we have a presentation. Last week we had to ask the doctor. That, that went phenomenal. I think that we had a, probably the biggest number of people we've ever had on Ask the Doctor Call, people getting on and asking good, solid questions of our medical doctors about the clinical applications of um, CBD and how, to, how it you know, interacts and affects people with their anxiety, sleeplessness, or pain, or whatever the case may be and understanding why it works. So these are just examples. This is a company event that we provide. Now, as we go through the week, we also have an opportunity this week. Uh, you know, if you happen to be here in Houston, if you're not and you're in a remote area, then, then you can still, you know, get the benefit of the information. And, and then we have that at the boardroom here in our office. On Thursday, we have opportunities for one-on-ones, for uh, virtual meetings, Zoom meetings, three-way calls, 
Friday we have that same opportunity, and Saturday morning at 10 o'clock we have an opportunity to go through the information of, of everything that we're doing with our with our compens you know our compensation plan and our business model. So if you if you are going out and you're focused in on on making sure that you're pursuing the activity to plug people into these events, that's where we see the progress. That's where we see the the needle move. That's where we see people actually having results and having success. So I you know I just share this information with you guys. I, I know that you know when we look out there we see that you know some people um, you know, we have the same product and the same business model for everybody. If you're Gail Kenny, you know, you earn, you know, $15,000. If you're someone else, maybe you earn less in that particular month. There's nothing wrong with it. It's the same product and the same compensation plan, same business model. The difference is how people choose to maneuver within that. And, and I always pay attention to that. You know, I, I myself was a distributor. I myself was a person who was out building a business, and I realized that I wasn't competing against other people. I was competing against myself. And, and to this day, as we move and, and we develop this business moving forward, you know, I, I, don't, I don't pay attention to the, the insignificant many things I have no control over. I don't pay attention to the things that, that go on in the world around me. I pay attention to the goal to the outcome, to working together with the people who want to work with me. That's really what you, that's what I have control over. And today we're very blessed. We've got a great group of leaders. We've got eight people now on our executive board. Each one of them focused on building and developing their business. Great people. Mitchell Holzer, you know, he and his wife, phenomenal people, working together to build a business. And what more could you ask for? Joseph Trahan. You know, you look at that and you say, well, that's, that's pretty strong. What about Patty Pressure? This is a gal that's been out there in the corporate sales environment and, been, and had great success. You know, Heather Fordham, her and her husband, another great, uh, you know, great uh, attributes to, to our whole organization. So these are, these are people, guys, that we know can make up the sum total of growing and developing a company. And it's all about what, what decisions we make and how we make those choices moving forward. You know, and I'm just sharing just a few people just right off the top of my head. There's, there, there are more there, right? But, but what, I, what I would just leave you with, guys, is we kind of, I'm going to, you know, kind of make sure that we stay within our time frame here this morning. I, last week I extended it to 45 minutes, but I'm going to stay within 30 minutes today. I just want to say that now moving forward, <clears throat> now moving forward, in addition to the fact I'm losing my voice here, now moving forward in this particular week, now we head in to the month of December. And I just can't emphasize enough the uh, opportunity that we all have because of the, of the time of year that it is. You have more opportunity, not less, if you see it as such. And I just want to encourage you, take advantage of all the people that you're going to see in these coming weeks that you otherwise will not have seen. And, and by the way, if you're here in Houston, on the 14th, we have, uh, we have another meeting, um, you know, business briefing with Dr. Dasani. Dr. Patel over at Perry's. We have yet another opportunity for us to go out and to, and to you know, share this information with brand new people. And my encouragement to you as we conclude the call is make sure that the people that you bring to Perry's have seen some information. They maybe tried some product. Give them adequate uh, time to utilize and understand because that meeting can become the crescendo, not the beginning. It can become the, the determining reason why they make the decision to get involved, and now your month of December can start launching your business and your income in January. That's the opportunity that we all have. 
if you're in the business today and you've got you know, people uh, you know, tracking to be able to maybe get involved in the business with you, team up with you, you've got a couple days left in the month of November, do everything that you can to help those people get their business started correctly and close the month of November out so that now toward the end of December, you've got you know, income, you've got an opportunity to, you know, to experience the, uh, the benefits of all that, all the work that you would have done. And now moving forward into 2022, you, you're, you've got some momentum. You've got a group of people that you're working with and you can get some great things done with. So guys, I really do appreciate the time that you spend on these calls on our Monday morning. I know that it's, um, you know, some of you, if you're, you know, Mr. Cheek, you're out there in California, you're getting on the call at 6.30 a.m., really do appreciate the support of these calls that you guys provide. And also just appreciate the feedback that you're sharing with me throughout the course of the day with texts and other things of that nature. So let's have a phenomenal Monday, guys. Let's get this week going correctly. Uh, anything that I can do that, that you guys need some help with, please reach out. Have a great day, guys. God bless. Bye-bye.